Welcome to In The Stiffs. Um, thank you very much to our sponsors for Series 2, Budget Motors. Been established for 40 years. Best car dealership in Shropshire. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of In The Stiffs podcast. We are at the Sweeney Hotel. What a place this is. Um, on the way to Oswald Street. Anybody in the area worth staying here? Dave, you've been here before for a wedding. What do you think of it? <laughs> yeah, I was best man here for a wedding. How's that worked out? How'd it go, Dave? <laughs> 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 a divorce a few years later, but no, it's it's a lovely place. So the it? couple are no longer together, but that's nothing to do with the venue. No, Venue's just the best man speech. Brilliant. Um, we are joined today with an absolute Everton legend. 461 appearances, made captain of Everton at 23 and went on to be the most successful captain in their history. Won the FA Cup, the league twice, UEFA Cup Winners Cup, 59 caps for Wales, captain for many of those appearances, a superstar, then became manager of Chester in Shrewsbury, where he actually went on to sign me twice, which suggests he was probably a lot better player than maybe a manager. <laughs> went, <laughs> went a bit downhill after that. <laughs> it's all about judgment. <laughs> it's all about player recruitment, this management, isn't it? Flipping, what a um, CV that is, by the way. Welcome onto the pod- podcast, Kevin Ratcliffe. Ah, cheers, pal. Lovely to have you here. I don't, I don't know what to call you, whether it's Kev, yeah. boss, I was like gaffer, that. rats. I, I never bossed you, though, did I? I wasn't no, I was in and around the, yeah. in and around the first team. How old were you, Dave, when Kev So I was 16, yeah, so, so I was yeah. in and around the first team. Um, not quite ready. Well, yeah. to, not, were not you quite an apprentice ready to, when I was out? I thought I'd gone by then. I thought no, we'd fit. been relegated by then. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first year white, yes, I was. Are you older than Joe, then? One year older, yeah. It yeah. must have been because we had Joe in, didn't we? Yeah, you had Joe in as well. Yeah, so I was. I trained a few times, but it's the following season, I really... I came from. Yeah. But yeah, fellow Welshman. Yeah. Born yeah. in North Wales. Mancut. Good, up, yeah, good yeah. upbringing. Uh, very good. You, you know, and uh, said some uh, some good players from the area. Um, I play for an under 11 side called Deeside Primary Schools. And I'm one of a few that have gone on, done quite well in football. Uh, myself, Rushy, Gary Speed, Michael Owen and uh, Barry Owen. All from that, all from the same. All from yeah. the same. Something area. in the water, there, isn't it? Yeah. So we've uh, not bad, is we've it? all Some good players there. respectively played over fifty times for our selected countries and captained our selected countries as well. So oh, that's amazing! That is that's it? unreal. That <laughs> that's place. not a bad little pool. Yeah. Of Honestly, ever. it was a hotbed, and that was just you know at the height. Anthony Norman, remember Anthony Norman? No, Sund- I, Sunderland, the goalkeeper. Oh, Tony yeah, Norman. Tony Norman. Of course, well, he, yeah. He, he, I played with Tony at the and at five aside, he played out then. That is um, unbelievable. What, so what, uh, what do you put that down to then? Is that just, is that oh, just luck? Water. Water. Yeah. <laughs> um, Darren Tinson, remember Darren Tinson? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, he came to, he came to Shrewsbury. We played, yeah, he's, he's from the same area. So there's, got, there's quite a few that, are, you know, never made the top level, yeah. but made a living out of the yeah. game. And, you know, you, you've got... Uh, there's a lad that played with you at Wales, the uh, lad from Buckley, just, just just up the road. Well, the two of them, really. The one the, both played for Stoke, I think, as well. No. Shawcroft. Yeah, Ryan Shawcroft. Ryan Shawcroft. 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 He, he didn't play for Wales. He, no, he England, didn't. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but he tried to get him a few times to Wales, but he was waiting for the England call. Was he? Yeah, not sure that's going. Yeah. Right, <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> how's, that, how's that going for your eyes, Mister Bond? Mister Euros, there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, his phone line weren't working. No, and the other lad was. Um, I think he played for Sunderland as well. Sam, don't think another Welsh lad. Yeah, from Buckley. Yeah, I've got some houses for sale there. I'll get one. Moving the kids there. Yeah, you know, it's been quite good. You know, all along that that sort of our neck of the woods. You know, you got like some. Mike England played yeah, yeah. Uh, from Hollywell, yeah. or well, Fun and Grew as it is. Um, and then there was uh, Roy Vernon, 
which you might yeah. not remember, but it was a, he was a fantastic player. Um, Tommy G. Uh, Jones, who was from Connors Key, you know, yeah. going further back. So yeah. it's it's been a, a hotbed, really. See, that's because it's more obviously rugby down in South Wales. North Wales just was more football in general, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's no doubt about that. It was football, 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 and and was you, it was it the Merseyside teams that, that uh, you would also well, support? You get, was it Wrexham, Chester? Yeah, quite Wrexham, a lot of clubs, Chester. Yeah, it was Wrexham, Chester because obviously you got the Mickey, jo- Mickey Thomas, and Joey. Eddie Ned, yeah. uh, Mark Hughes, just down the road from here in Ruaben. So it's amazing when you think that about it. That sounds real. So it's always going to be football for you, then, Kev. What, what was the obviously you played I, I in played the round? Rugby. I played rugby and uh, I, I got told to stop because uh, <laughs> I was I was not bad. Yeah, good at football. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, no, but not bad at rugby. Oh, okay. So I got told by Everton to stop playing rugby, right? Uh, to sort of Dangerous. like concentrate on you. And that was the first stage for you, I suppose. Was it was it academies back then? School of Excellence no, it was type YTS. Yeah. So it was a little bit different because what you do is you sign a 16 and then you sign a pro contract when you're 18, yeah. if you're good enough. So I think that's what we all did, wasn't it? That's sort of similar. Yeah, then. we were like, yeah, we were. But what, what, about, what about before that? So where, what, you obviously did, uh, you I, school I, boys or I, what were you doing? School boys. Um, I never signed for Everton on school boys until I was about just before I was 15. My dad kept everything away from me. We played local so, football. Uh, Burnley local had football. been knocking on the door because we had a quite a good sort of scout from Burnley in the area that used to take the lads across and everything. And I'd been down at Tottenham, uh, didn't like it. I stayed on the bloody Broadwater estate <laughs> when I was there. So you know what happened there with the, the police yeah, officer yeah. and everything back in the day. Yeah. So that's where I was I was pitched in digs. And I just didn't get the feel for that. The only, the only reason I went was because of the coach. And the coach was uh, an ex-coach of Everton, a, a fella called Wilf McGuinness. Yeah, um, yeah, and Wilf, yeah. Wilf McGuinness was the coach, and that's why I went down there hoping that I could meet him. Taffy Kendall was the keeper. Teddy Boyle was down there. Glenn Hoddle was a few years yeah, older. Yeah. And do you think it's because of where you came from, in terms of small community being thrown into London? It's just not quite. Wasn't your bag? Your thing? Uh, your comfort zone? Yeah. Just didn't and quite feel it. Just didn't. You got to get on with the lads as well, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. I just felt that. Uh, I, I went to Manchester City, and I just. Didn't like it because I didn't like the lads. Yeah. Didn't like the Manchester lads because the Manchester lads hated anybody from outside of Manchester coming <laughs> in. You know, that was the Barnes, one of the Barneses. Big thing that though, like how you fit in because, it's hot, you know, when you're going on trial and that, it's a, it's a big deal, isn't it? You've got I, to be I nearly, big, I ne- I nearly signed great. for Chester. That was the club kid. that I was going to sign for. Yeah. Is this what, what yeah. age? What age is this then? I was 14, 15. So I'm, I'm going into Chester. Ah, I haven't Chester. signed. What would Chester be in their League Two? Well, the old, old, oh, the old third, the old, the old third, third or fourth, fourth. old fourth, old fourth. Yeah. Old fourth. Then, yeah. It was the manager, Ken Roberts. Yeah, right. And th- this is where you were saying about how did I get to know Ken? Well, I was 14, 15 years of age, and I got an injury. I got a hamstring injury jumping off a bus, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it was yeah. quicker than the bus, but I wasn't. <laughs> uh, jumped off the bus, tweaked my hamstring. I've got a, a trial for the under 15s over in Knighton, down yeah, the road yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So. I've got a trial coming up in about six weeks' time and I need to get fit. So Cliff Sear, who was the man, who was the youth team coach then, said, why don't you come in, we'll get you fit, and then you can go and have your trial. So I was there, and I, I used to get in for about half eight, have a bit of treatment, and then I, they did a deal with the school that I could come in for half past nine, which was in Connors Key. So who ran me back to school was the manager, Ken Roberts. And I but thought, he, you know, it, and the manager... That's you know, ridiculous, going out of his way to yeah. actually take me to school. He, he was, was, that a, because, was that because or you were 
top class. Were you? Were you? Were you I, I were th- brilliant yeah, footballer as a kid. I, I think they 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 knew they that knew you were decent, and they they'd said I'd be in the team within the first year of being an apprentice, which most probably you would because Rushy was right after me the next yeah. year. Uh, and he got in the tra- yeah. team and, yeah. and was transferred. Yeah. I played in the youth team a couple of times, um, and we got good results. And I, I can't even write. I was playing midfield then. Yeah. I was playing left left side midfield, <laughs> and it was I, I enjoyed it. I, I, the lads were great, and I really sort of. And then Everton come in, and I went to Everton, and that was it. Totally you know, different. Ever, straight away, Everton, straight Everton away. Well, yeah. yeah, and you know I've, I, the training facilities. Colin Harvey, one of my idols was the coach, and they just fussed over me uh, and got me to sign. Yeah. Oh, so. How would you feel about, well, you must have been, were you a bit nervous about going into that environment? Did you think, did you think uh, you were good enough? Um, I, I'm not too sure. I can't remember really, Sam, if I was, um, you know, nervous going in. I suppose you are really at that age. I think yeah. it was more nervous after I'd signed and then you go for your first day as an as apprentice. Yeah. Well, talk with, what it's like an apprenticeship like back in the end is, <laughs> it's a bit different than what it is now, uh, isn't it? I well, imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you got to you got to get your songs right, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> we had, we had, we've done. Um, we were up in Newcastle doing Michael Bridges. Yeah. And he said like when he, he was at Sunderland and we like we strapped him to the goalpost, stripped him naked, yeah. like polished it. We did that with John Everill. Like that. <laughs> tied him that. to a tree. Absolutely bollock yeah. naked. You get done for yeah, that now, yeah, wouldn't yeah. you? I mean, that is... Even now, I've, I've said, can you cut that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we did say, didn't we, off air and yeah. on air, like so many of the things that went on then that we're all definitely part of but, on the receiving end. And, yeah, uh, but it, it, it's, made, it's, it's major. Uh, you yeah. know, the, these kids now, they can't do anything without showing, showing them how to do it on a laptop. But they, yeah. they don't even they don't even need to because they're not they're on they're on different sites yeah, aren't they a yeah. lot of they don't now, do the, they? the YTS they don't they don't, they don't scheme, clean the bath they? like we used to like we yeah. used to be cleaning the bath Peter Reed would have a bath wouldn't he leave it in there there'd be all sorts of hair and that in there afterwards <laughs> you'd be there you'd be there picking out the hairs out the plug hole and all top his ass not on his head yeah not on his, not on his head no. <laughs> but like you say it's, it was it, like we've spoken about it previously on a podcast Kev how it's like it's the making of you isn't it of you go through oh. times and yeah right maybe it goes a bit too far and, and and me personally my YTS was like you know four hours away from home and you think fucking can I be can I be dealing with this but it's, actually it's not just that it's training uh, as well yeah the high pressure training yeah, you know, yeah people in your face in your ear <laughs> snapping at you and you've got to be uh, resilient haven't you yeah but at the end of the day if you're playing for the first team you've got 44,000 fans screaming blue murder at you how are you going to handle that yeah. you know the, what what is it for these players now that go out there and experience that for the first time yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, they, and you, you wonder why there's so much many, you know, there's so much mental health, you know, in the game now, is because you know that upbringing right away from school, by the way, yeah, the way they get away with, and they know how far they can push teachers, any everything. I seen that changing. Well, when I was at Shrewsbury, certainly did. I seen I seen yeah. it changing slowly and slowly. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. You you no longer got control over the players. You think what a bit of entit- entitlement from the young players, and then they suddenly have agents or whatever, and they think they're not. It's, 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 it started. Ha- what about reserve football? Is that not a big thing? I mean, <sighs> reserve football. Back in my day, I was just telling the lads, yeah. like if you didn't play in the starting eleven, mm. you played for the reserves midweek. So I would play as a, a young kid at Sunderland when I'd be seventeen. Mm. I'd play against Liverpool reserves, and I'd play against. Rigabit Song and whoever it would be, McAteer or Gerard or Carrick, and all they'd all be playing foul. They'd all play, and yeah. there would be a battle. And you and you play against men, and you would get battered. Yeah, but who, who were you playing with, though, Sam? 
Yeah, I'm playing with men. Yeah, exactly. yeah you're so playing I'm, with I'm men. I'm looked yeah. after as well because yeah, I've brilliant. got Kevin Ball in centre mid to me going. If he smash, if Rigobert Song smashes you, Sam, yeah. I'll go and smash him. Yeah. And you're like, well, my my first game for the reserves was against Preston North End. Is this when you're still an apprentice? When I'm apprentice and um, I'm playing with a load of old pros. Teddy Darricott, who passed away the other week, yeah. uh, Mick Buckley, who's no longer with us, Roger Kenyon, Neil Robinson, people like that. You know, George Telford, who, who all played first team football. And I partnered, not that day, I think it was Dave Jones, manager of Wolves, and I uh, played with him as well. And um, I'm, I'm playing in the game, playing against this big, big Irish guy. Um, and he was, he was quite experienced, hadn't played at the weekend. So obviously he was, he's, he's he was out to get you. So uh, <laughs> I played alongside that night, I remember now, Pat Hurd. So yeah. me and Pat played centre-halves together. And uh, Pat smashed him. So the guy turned around to me and says, you do that again, I'm going to put this on your, on your chin. <laughs> it wasn't me, it was him, it wasn't me. <laughs> and, and I went, you are. And he went, bang, and punched me. <laughs> and I just went, and I was just stunned that he'd yeah. actually punched me. The next minute, Terry Darricott is chasing this guy around the pitch. Yeah. You know, and that's my first experience. And that's how you grew up, isn't and it? And how you grew up. But I learned my trade through Roger Kenyon, because he was in the reserves. He was so, so unlucky not to get an England cap. But he was a top, top player. Yeah. He was quick, he was hard, and he was a good footballer. Everything that I thought a centre-half had to be. Um, and he used to guide me. You know, don't go there, come here. I'm pulling me all over. It was absolutely brilliant. And I, I think it's a massive loss to the Premiership and to the Championship yeah. that we haven't got reserve sides. We haven't got the uh, Lancashire A, Lancashire B, where you had a youth team playing in, in the Lancashire A. Or you had players who were coming back from injury, you had players who couldn't get in the reserves playing for the for the A team, and then you had the youth team being the B team, uh, and it it was just an education which should have been carried on. And if you if you ever speak to Alex Ferguson, he actually thinks exactly the same. It's the worst thing that ever happened. I think I know the answer. Why do you think it wasn't, Kev? Why do you think they've gone down the twenty threes route and the uh, the whole? <sighs> I just don't know. I think you know football now. I, I never took any badges. I wouldn't take my badges because I would have a plumber teaching me how to coach football, <laughs> right, in them days. It's changed now. Yeah. It's completely changed. It's a lot better. But, you know, I never, you know, there was never a footballer teaching a plumber how to plumb. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> I think it was like, when you said about that, it's not even just seeing playing with men. It was like you just said there, Kev, okay, you, you've got, you're playing with an experienced centre-off who's coaching you yeah. through the game. Yeah. So I'd be playing, like, as if, if Kevin Moore was in the reserves, he's playing centre-mid and I'm playing left-wing. He's mm. telling me where to go. I but it made your job easier yeah. as well. But if I'm playing in under-23s, I'm with another, I'm with other lads. Yeah. You know, yeah. They don't know the game. We so can all recall that that mentor that you looked up to mm. playing in the resis or someone like when you got on the periphery of the first team. You can We can all recall that. You mentioned Noel Blake before. Yeah, Blakey, yeah. He was like, when, when I was at Exeter, yeah. he just literally scared the life out of me. And then... <laughs> Obviously. He scared the light of hell himself when he <laughs> yeah. looked in the minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, like, Blakey took me under his wing, you know, and again, he, like, you, there's there's elements there. You look back and you think, you know... He was manager there for a while as well. Yeah, I think he was assistant to Peter Fox and then he yeah. went on and he was really well respected in the England setup. He's an agent now, but he's um, a great guy. He but, was at Stoke, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah and he was... He um, Stoke and be the academy director or something Yeah, like maybe. That. I'm not sure. I, I, I just know... I think he managed... I think he was a manager when we played him, Sam. Were you there then? When we played him and stayed up? Last game of the I season. I wasn't there. Then. He wasn't That's there. The yeah. it, might, I, I, I was there. it might have yeah. been for a short there. time. It might have been a short time because I Surely think was maybe when Peter Fox went. But he yeah. went. He went on obviously to develop with England as, yeah. a, as a coach. But but back then he was quite raw, a little bit old school footballing wise, and um, he just took me under his wing. And I was mm. really, I lived in the same house as him because we were in yeah. digs, and he was from Stoke. He's Newcastle under Lyme, 
And um, yeah, you're four hours away from home, young lad, mm. and you need someone to put an arm around. And he did that for me. And okay. again, on the training field, yeah. he was really vocal and, you know, but hard guy, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't stand any messing. So he, he had that, band, like you, we were talking there about the entitlement. Blakey, for me, had the real balance of going, right, I will put my arm around you when you mm. genuinely need it. Not when you want it, but when you need it. And then if I need to be hard yeah. on you, he could definitely do that. Well, you need to get him through games as well. Yeah. You know, when you're younger, you're not yeah. as, you know, you, you're, you're getting your fitness level. And how many, how many players give up? You know, and you need a, an older pro pulling you through, you know, talking to you, getting that little bit extra, getting that extra 10% out of you so that, you know, you get there in the end yeah. um, and you don't give up and that's it. And before time, you're released as a player. Mm. But yeah, I, I had a great upbringing. Um, it was tough. There's no doubt it was tough and it was hard. Wouldn't change it though? No, you wouldn't change it. No. You know, that, that high pressure training, people in your face. You know, I, I was lucky that I had a, a really good manager in Howard. Howard was fan fantastic. He's, he was a state of the art. Some of the training that he used to do. Was he your manager? He wasn't the manager when no, you were at Preston, was he? No. Um, Colin Harvey was my manager. Is it, or, or right the way as through. As a YT. Then as a reserve, he got promoted to the reserve yeah. team when I was in the reserve team. I got in the first team and then he get he was the change for Everton Football Club in the 80s because we were going through a really dire and three things changed. Played it in a game and we were losing 1-0. We end up winning it 2-1. But with 20 minutes to go, we're still 1-0 down. And Peter Reid comes on a sub. And you've got to remember, there's only one sub then. Yeah. And he comes on. He changes it. We win the game 2-1 with a last-minute goal with Graeme Sharp. And the following morning, he promotes Colin Harvey from reserve team coach to first team coach. Signs Andy Gray on the Thursday. Derek Mountfield gets in the team about two weeks later. And we go from a bottom six side to a top six side by the end of the year, wow. getting to an and, FA and Cup And he was that close to losing his job. Yeah, yeah, it was un unbelievable that yeah. how close he was, but everybody dug deep for him because you know what you like when you're young. For a, for a manager to treat you like Peter Reid and Andy Gray, who were 28, you know, four or five years older than you, yeah. Yeah, for them to treat you the same, it, it was just thing, yeah. you, know, you know you're onto a good thing, so well, you want to do everything. Well, he gives you, he gives you a responsibility and he gives you faith, and you, you feel you've got to pay him back a little bit. So uh, rewinding back from there a little bit, making your debut, so. Mm. I think I'm right saying you you were on the bench and didn't get on a few times, but then you made your debut at Old Trafford. Yeah. And your second game was an FA Cup semi-final. Yeah. That's <laughs> Baptism <laughs> of fire, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk to us about the Old Trafford one. Were you were you gonna were you supposed to be starting? Someone get injured? Yeah, somebody got injured. It was John Gidman. Yeah. He was a right back. Um so I'm, I'm going just to do the kit, but he gets in ill in the afternoon. They didn't put you right back, did they? <laughs> no, well, people say, why were you playing right back? You had number two on your back. Um, you know, if you see quite a few games yeah. of old footage, they'll see me in games where two, I've got had, number two, yeah, so you had number two, on, two you. on my back, but I played centre-back because um, a lad called Billy Wright, who was a centre-back, went to right back. And uh, that's how, how my career started, really. I had to play against Joe Jordan. It was. Yeah. What were you like, Kev? Were you like obviously Old Trafford and then semi-final. Were you nervous there? Are you are you reveling in it? Did you have enough time to even think about no, it? No, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, that's where the manager was pretty good. I think more so on the uh, on the semi-final because uh, I was rooming with a lad called Joe McBride, right, a left winger. The game on the Saturday we drew against um, West Ham. I wasn't even in the squad. It was a derby, I think, for the reserves playing. So the result comes through that we're one 0 up. Brian Kidd's been sent off and we, we end up drawing the game. We should have won the game. We end up drawing the game, so he's sort of banned for the next game. And, you know, Monday morning you come in and you say, right, right, you're travelling. And I'm like, 
Oh, right. Okay, I'm there to get a bit of experience. And There's not a big squad going, though, is there? Only one no, sub, so there's only one sub. There's only one sub. 14 of you or something. Where was, the, um, where was the semi-final played at? Ellen Road. Oh, wow. So, so, so Old Trafford to Ellen Road. Yeah. Those two games. So, not too bad, then. I was against West Ham. West Ham, yeah. West so uh, I'm there, and uh, I've gone down. We're going down for the for the pre-match. That's it. Me and Joe, Joe McBride. And Joe's thinking he's got a chance of actually starting or being on the bench. And I'm thinking, hey, you, I think you will. I think you will, Joe. I think, I think you'll be enjoyed. <laughs> You've done amazing, Joe. We, we, we press the button for the lift. The lift doors open, and who's there? The manager. So the manager walks out, and we walked in the lift. And as we walked in the lift, he turns round, and as the lift doors are shutting <laughs> like this, he goes, "You're playing. You're not." <laughs> and Joe McBride's face just went like, oh. and I went, oh, I, "I think he's got it wrong, Joe. He's pointing at the wrong person." I wasn't sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure right, if, if yeah. he had because he was he was quite like that. Was this, bit, this wasn't Harry Kendall's. It was before. This Harry was Kendall. yeah. This was um, Gordon Lee. Yeah. He, he was he was a little bit dippy, should we say? Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I got the opportunity, and Frank Lampard's dad scored the winning goal. And if you ever see the footage, it's it's quite you know rememberable because he, he does a little jig That's around it. the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but that was my second game. I was on seven hundred and fifty quid uh, appearance money and seven hundred and fifty quid if we won. Oh wow! Uh, plus, I imagine, plus, I imagine basically plus, it wasn't anywhere. One hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty. Yeah. So I I get in after the game and I'm like seven hundred and fifty quid. We've lost the game two one, and then I've looked around and I've seen. Uh, Bob Lashford, Mickey Lyons, a lad called Dave oh, Lawson, yeah. who was a keeper, Andy King, John Gidman. Kingy, what, what man he was, Andy oh, King as well. And uh, uh, Mick Lyons, big, is that a big centre off? Yeah, massive yeah, Lyons. Lyons, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kingy, uh, they, they were all crying because they'd missed out on playing at Wembley. A lot yeah. of them had played at Wembley, see. So we used to play at Wembley. Win bonus. Um, yeah, and well, you know, for them. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it not must be, they're not bothered, but you're yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, you know, and then I realised that, you know, we we've lost the semi final, really. And, yeah. You know, but uh, but you learn from that because then you know you you don't want to get beaten. I never lost a semi final after that. So yeah. Every semi final I went into, I didn't want to be Mitt Lyons crying. No, no. You yeah. know, I wanted to get and play at Wembley. I was lucky. I played at Wembley thirteen, fourteen times. Point you know, moment did, for did, did really. For not did for you play there as a as a young kid as well at Wembley? Yeah, I was fifteen. Yeah, um, for Wales. For Wales. Played for Wales. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A poignant moment for you, really, when you see them lads crying. And I was the only one that made it out of that team. The Wales team. Yeah, which, wow. and I wasn't the best player in the team. So why, why do you think you made it and they didn't then? I, I, I just, maybe, you know, maybe you're at the right club at the right time. Mm. Maybe they're a little bit unlucky. I mean, they had Clive Allen, Andy Ritchie, Wayne yeah. Clark, yeah. All, all playing in the, in the side. Had a couple of other good players, Brendan Ormsby. Um, so they, they had a good side. But the goalkeeper was a lad called Mark Hansen who signed for Everton with me. He was a goalkeeper. But he was only about five foot nine. And the other keeper that they'd signed as well, George McCulloch from Scotland, who played for Scotland schoolboys, was about nine, uh, five foot nine. They were too small, you know, <laughs> yeah. but they, they'd signed them. And Mark Hansen overtook George McCulloch. But they couldn't sign one without the other, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So that was, that was it. They'd finished. I went back to Wembley about four or five years later. And I, I'm walking down the tunnel uh, to go and have a warm-up and I get a tap on my shoulder and I turn round and it's Mark Hansen, 
the goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at him, and he's in a policeman's uniform. <laughs> he's actually on duty. <laughs> so we both got back to Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> but not quite how he dreamt it when yeah, he was yeah. a kid. He did think. tell me he was on double time. Yeah, yeah. well, he did. I've not seen him since. So you, like, it's it's mad to think you started and you came straight in that team's a centre back. Because I would mm. literally like looking at you. You're not, you know, you're not the tallest, and you and you no. were quick. So like, why not play left back? Do you think left back would be a, a better position? A centre off. Yeah, my quality on the ball you know, as a young kid wasn't good. You know, so I was a bit erratic, you know, right. I was head down and sort of a battering into people. And you that know, was your strength, like your yeah, tackling. But I, I was always pace. a centre-back. Every team I got into, I played, le- I'd, I played left midfield. Right. You were quick as well, though, Kevin, yeah. weren't you? But you every quick. team Rapid. I played in, I, I played left midfield. But when I got to the first team for Wales, under-15s, and in all the trial games, I played midfield. And when I played in the final trial, trial game, they played me centre-back. I remember yeah. playing at Matt Knighton and I played for 20 minutes and they took me off. And I was in the changing room and my dad walked in and I threw the boot, just missed me dad, hit the yeah. door. And then, do you remember Chris, you know Chris Whitley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, Chris walked in behind him. He was one of the selectors. And great, said, great guy. He said, uh, you're all right? And I said, all this way and you've taken me off after 20 minutes. He said, yeah, there is a reason. I said, why is that? He says, you picked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, have a look right at then. Yeah. Oh, pass me, yeah. pass me boot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> but for them to have the foresight to say, actually, centre-half. I was going to say, who's to, making to, to that call to go, right, we've got a left midfield here. Career, He's not, like, yeah. You're not like massive in terms at all. Mm. We're going to play him centre-half. Who's making that call? I, well, obviously coaches. Yeah. I think Colin Harvey was a big... Big one for it, the way that he played. He's the one who introduced us to squeezing. Squeezing up wasn't Howard. So if you're if you're Colin. them, then Kevin, they're looking at you. What would mm. you say that they're thinking at that time? Is is it like Sam says? Is it because you're quick? Is it because you're aggressive? Is it? Um, well, I'd improve in the heading because I had to because of the size. And we had a swing ball. Yeah. And I wouldn't go home until I've at it, I've headed it. Uh, I think it was ten times consecutively. So if I get to nine and miss, yeah, the tenth, is that where you got to time your leap to get high enough yeah. to get yeah. this one, swing one, ball? One, two, three. And you jump, and I had a good leap, yeah. you know, a standing leap. Yeah. Um, I needed a run up, yeah. so I was quite good at that. And then I mastered the way that you know, if I'm playing against bigger blokes, I'd bang them with my backside yeah, or yeah. little touches. You're you know, strong, that you, yeah, like, yeah. So we told you that when you come to Chester, you need to work, and you went back, didn't you, for a yeah. loan? Said Sam, you've got to work on your upper body. Yeah, you know, you're getting pushed off. You when he first come. He, he was getting pushed. It's like Ru- Ruben Carl Colwell, is it at the yeah, moment? Yeah. Car- gets pushed off the ball. He won't do in two or three years' time. Yeah. Because he's, he looks as if he can have the physique. What you've got to watch is he doesn't get too top-heavy. Yeah. 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 Because it's so important that if you are small and, you know, and especially when Sam was uh, as a winger f- flying, mm. you know, you needed to sort of work on a, on a weakness. And that yeah. was a weakness. You haven't left the bench press since, have you, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, 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 then yeah. in the f- in future, I ended up that being a massive strength of mine. Yeah, yeah. your arms, wasn't it? Your arms, arms, arms yeah. people yeah. really strong. Yeah. But the, the advantage with your pace, though, it's like, it's like when you watch Liverpool play now, you can stay on the halfway line, you can, oh. you can press out the pitch because no one's doing you in behind, no. are you? So you can, your whole team... You actually show the, the opposition where to yeah. play it. You can, yeah. put, you, you know, can, you show them a space yeah. to knock the yeah. ball. Yeah. And, and I, then, I, I bet no, your, bet your fellow centre half loved it as well because notoriously oh, back we, then they weren't we, that quick, but they know I've got well, we Kevin Rackard next we, to me. We did have a quick back four, all yeah. of you, all of us. Yeah, so you go from Pat, Pat Van and Howe, myself, yeah. Derek was quick, Dave Watson when he came in was quick. Believe yeah, it or not, big lads as well, quick. Yeah, and then Gary Stevens, Gary Stevens, he's rapid. Yeah, he was Gary was, I would say. One of the fittest guys I've ever trained with. Wow. He was like he, he could have he could have ran in the Olympics at any event. Yeah. He was so fit. I think what well, I had the edge over him because I was uh, I was quicker off the mark. 
But if, went, any, if I went over 15 yards, then I think Gary would have been able to catch me. Yeah, yeah. You, you were saying it a little four, bit. Go you just saying it a little bit there off air, weren't you, about the, the Everton left back at the moment. You mm. were saying how he, I think you were saying, Dave, weren't you, how he narrows in to yeah. show outside because he, he knows his strength is, look, if you want a foot race on the yeah. outside, and they, and they do that like I, Sam I think that's there. all right if you've got 1v1. Yeah. But yeah. If, you, if you've got men around you, you've got to send him inside for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but it's if, interesting what if, you were saying you about... To keep him away from the goal. Don't be bringing him in. Yeah, but having that back four that nowadays is so important mm. that they're quick. Because like you say, they just say, go on, stick it in well, there. Van Dijk does it. Liverpool yeah. do it. Liverpool oh. do high press. Van Dijk stands on the half-wheel lane because he's like, we can afford to press yeah. because, yeah, you can smash it in there, but I'll, I'll beat but you. But why do they keep I going down that side? Like, go down the other side. Well, yeah, yeah, Trent yeah, Alexandra's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. And that's always what does happen. Sometimes you do explode. Well, they do. That's. I mean, I mean, I think the lad Anthony Gordon the other night yeah, he, he, he was. He, the only problem with Anthony at the moment is there's no end product. You know, he does all yeah, this good but work, but there's it, yeah. no. And I think that'll come. It'll come. I'll come that in time. Yeah. Yeah. Some prospect, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so you had a good start at Everton, but 23 years old, you get made captain. Were, were yeah. you re- what? What? What an achievement! But were you ready for it? I know you kind of half shared it a little well, bit, I, didn't I, I you? Was, I was. I um, was. You know, through the reserves when, when I was in the youth team. I can't remember if I was actually captain. I think I might have been captain. I know Pat Hurd the first year was captain because he was a year older in the youth team. And then the next year, I'm not too sure if it was either me, Paul Lodge or Steve McMahon. Steve McMahon was with us as an apprentice. So I'm not too sure if Stevie got it as well because Colin liked midfield players. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially fiery ones like Stevie. And then reserves, I become captain. And then I got to throw in the captain's armband up at Dundee. Uh, Dundee United in pre-season so I was 22 actually Okay. when I first got it and when he's thrown at me and I'm looking around the room I'm thinking <laughs> what have they done wrong yeah. you know yeah. um, I've got like Dave Dave jo- Johnson you know played for Liverpool centre forward played for England and I'm thinking he hasn't got it you know there was Reed, he was there Mickey Walsh there was there was you know why then why, why is he giving that to you because at 22 that's a massive thing. Yeah, the captain of, of these, and these aren't like I think he's on men. I, these are proper. Yeah, but uh, I, I didn't matter who it was. I think I'd had a few sort of run-ins with older players on the pitch. So the new, the new, you could handle yourself a new bit. Well, I wouldn't back down, you know. And if the ball come anywhere near him, I'd snap him again. <laughs> um, and I, I even snapped the manager one day, Howard. Because he never picked me on the weekend. Yeah. Um, I'd snap the captain, uh, Mick Lyons. <laughs> so I was going round and I was just like, my head was boiling. Just ticking them yeah, all off. Ticking them all but, off. But yeah. that, that is obviously a bit of a culture. Like, I, that's mm. what I remember Peter Reid being like. Mm. Peter Reid used to join and train at Sunderland and he'd go through like Alex Ray. Then he'd go through Lee Clark. And I mean, everyone, what? Like, Gaffer, what, yeah. like, what, what's happening? And he'd be yeah. like, oh, I just, yeah. so, sorry, lad. I just, oh, I just lost. <laughs> like, like, the problem you know, is he still yeah. thinks he can do it. Yeah. He's 60 going around yeah. smashing people in a bar now. Hey, somewhere. Yeah, I bet he wish he was 60. <laughs> <laughs> but we've said it on podcast before, haven't we? We've said about like, You've got if you're going to play at the top level like you mm. do, Kev, you've got to have that trait of an element of aggression, an element of arrogance. You've got, you got to be nasty. We're to, on the pitch. I do we're feel you've got to be nasty. You've got to have that will, that drive to win, haven't you? Like yeah. even last night, you look at the um, the commentary and you've got <laughs> made me laugh. You've got like Rio Ferdinand. Oh, so last night's probably might not going to age well, is it? Yeah, last <laughs> night, as in three weeks ago, three ago. four <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah, I always do that, don't I? Um, but you look at like the high quality players, and they're all just very much talking about the Liverpool team, saying this this lot are together. Yeah, like that, no one goes but, missing. And I think they're not nasty. Burkamp, Burkamp, Mike Lone, they're all like yeah. flair players. They're nasty. They've yeah. got a the proper pitch. edge. On well, look the at pitch. Jota. 
Yeah, Robertson. Yeah, yeah. Go, you know, the they leave the foot in. Yeah, yeah, of course they do. You know, yeah. they, they still leave the foot in, but it's knowing when to do it and when not. Yeah. You know, and the way that VAR is for Liverpool. I think VAR design, design that. Yeah. Yeah. In Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool design Don't get me VAR. started on that. Anybody looks at my Twitter feed will see me slate yeah. Liverpool all the time. I can't stand them anyway. Yeah. So, you're, so you're, you're now captain, Kev, and only a year later, you're at Wembley, mm. FA Cup final. Yeah, it's What's it like playing at Wembley? You're the captain then, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Captain that day. I took over the captaincy in around about November time. After that game, when I said about Pete Reek, I mean, that was November the 9th, I think. And I, I think about a week or two, when Derek Manfield got in, the Mark Higgins, who was playing alongside, actually got a hernia, which wasn't detected. And in them days, that was it. And it finished his career. But he stayed at the football club for maybe two years. That, that's my biggest regret, actually. Uh, on FA Cup final day that I never got him coming up the steps with us because no. no. he was a captain yeah. uh, mm. you know the year before <laughs> yeah. and I, I actually believe that um, if Mark Higgins would have been playing then Howard wouldn't have signed Dave Watson yeah. from there on the first million pound centre half wasn't Higgins wasn't he left footed as well Higgins yeah yeah. So did you play with him? Because yeah. even though yeah, you, even though you can play two not left footed. No, no, he wasn't. No, but like nowadays you play two right footers. Yeah. You would have thought the way he played with his right foot, you would have thought he was left foot. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who played right side? Kev, out of you, you two lefties. Me and Dave. Uh, me and uh, Iggy. Uh, me. You played yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Strange. Yeah. And you like on your right. Well, then maybe not as good as I am now. <laughs> you can still kick people yeah. with it. Um, yeah, yeah. I never played on the right hand side ever. So I was always on the left-hand side. And it's it's easier than being a left-back there because it opens the pitch up a little bit. And I, I was, you know, yeah. I could spray the ball a little bit. But when you've got that little narrow to knock balls into chest the players or knock it over the top, it, and it's all about timing of, of when to play which ball. Yeah. Um, but a centre-back, it just sort of opened that. It just... It was, I was so comfortable at left back because I'd been brought up. Uh, sorry, as a as left centre back. Did you have that like diag? Did you hit a diag? Oh, I, that was that was my. Uh, you I had, mean, so when you we had that had, as well, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So decent, I mean, Trevor Stephen made my bad balls into good yeah. balls. You know, yeah. I mean, he was phenomenal. It's by like the way, Connor Cody talks about the same thing when he had um, Doherty, didn't yeah, he? At Wolves, yeah. and he would just he would hit a diag. Doherty would make it the same. Was, you, that, you, was that a clearance <laughs> or was that a diag? Yeah, but you you would you would shift out your feet and put and put a diag and Trevor. Well, I had a great. Understanding with when Gary Lineker come, we had great yeah. eye contact together, and I'd look at him. He looked at me, me about this and when I was a ping, ping, and I used to ping balls over the top yeah. to him. And it, you know, it didn't. It just had to be into the space. Yeah, and it just like what not, Russia not used in to the stand. Do. No, no, I'm no, a lefty as well, yeah, Kev. Yeah, so yeah, no, yeah. Mine always used to go in the stand. He's not supposed to. That's why you were at Exeter. <laughs> Kev, I remember you telling me when I was at Chester, you were talking yeah. to me about it, and you said. Um, Lineker would, would come short yeah. and he would just look at you and you knew when he mm. ran short that he wanted it long so yeah. he would come in towards as soon as he started running towards you mm. you would put him behind Lineker would spin yeah. and he said he'd get in yeah. for fun off all, your all boards the time, all yeah. the time but you had to know that he was going to yeah. do it yeah, you, know? was, so you, had, you had that relationship the other one was Adrian Heath yeah. Inchi was yeah. absolutely brilliant at that he was what I called a foreign centre forward used to do a lot of running to make space for others come short if he comes short you go long if he goes long He'll come short, and you've got to know that. Yeah. So, and the only the other lad that used to do it or played against, uh, it was Rudy Voller. So yeah. for Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Eric Young was playing for Wales and against Rudy Voller. Voller. So is that, Ru- is that, I mean, I don't want to be a disrespectful, Eric. Is that a mismatch? <laughs> well, Rudy Voller was going short, and Eric was marking him tight, and I'm going, Eric. <laughs> 
don't go with He's going to spin you and you're not going to catch it. Yeah, yeah. Spinning them all night long like that. Eric Young was a quite bad I said, let him go, let him go. Eric's have no attack in the second half. Then it was, uh, it was uh, yeah, it's it, like you say, you play you play with players that uh, obviously don't understand maybe as quick as you. I think that's the difference between top players, you know, and, and lower league players is that you you adapt very quickly. You you sense players. Well, I mean, I was, well come on to that. Wait, a bit. I was like to ask you that as well because obviously yeah. there's a big difference. You are playing mm. at the top now and obviously mm. when, in a bit when we come on to management, you're then... Well, some of yeah. us lost working. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come on to that in a bit. We're still on on the FA Cup. So that that win. Who was who was it against in that final in eighty four? Watford. Watford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, John Barnes. John Barnes playing. And what was the score in the game? Two two nil. Two nil. Two nil. Comfortable game. Very comfortable in the end. I'd never caught what was the lad's name. Scottish lad went abroad. Played for Rangers. Was it Watford? Played for Celtic and Rangers. Oh, uh, Mo Johnson. Mo Johnson. So Mo Johnson yeah. played with a lad called Riley. No, the gingers. Man. I don't know. <laughs> if he's old, Riley. Old, Kev, old. Ask some more questions about ginger players. <laughs> yeah. I'm straight there. <laughs> and they, they just caught him offside every time. You know, I, I, I've looked at the game only about maybe once or twice, and I got bored watching it because the whistle was just blowing every time, catching, especially second half. But there was an incident in the game where John Barnes gets through and uh, sort of fires it past um, Nev. And uh, John Bailey gets back and gets a touch on the ball. It goes out for a corner, and the referee gives a goal kick. And that for us was the turning point in the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John, John Bailey, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, John Bailey. So um, I, I was I was at Sunderland with Peter Reid, and we're, I think we played Everton away yeah. for Sunderland, and we come down there. And John Bailey was there. And John Bailey's getting interviewed for Radio Merseyside, like live on the yeah. radio. And the reporters like there, so like we're we're walking past, and people we say, "Oh, ask me, mate, I'll speak to Matthew and John Billy's on Radio Merseyside live," and the the woman's gone. Anyway, so anyway, John, it's nice to see you looking so fit, aren't you? You know, you look really healthy. He went, it's all the shagging I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> he said, live on Radio Merseyside. I'd like to apologise to the listeners at home. Uh, he, he was uh, he was the comic. He was the comic of the changing room, John yeah. Bailey. He was absolutely a diamond. Um, <laughs> I remember. But, you know, I was playing uh, for the first team and when it, they moved me to left back, that was my duel, me and him. So I get picked instead of him. We're playing at Leeds and a Welsh lad called Carl Harris was playing for Leeds and he was absolutely rapid. So before the game, Bales comes up to me and gives me a little bit of advice. He says, Rats, he says, you want to watch that Carl Harris? I said, oh yeah. He said, Why is that? He says, he's as quick as a leper. <laughs> and I'm like, how fast the leopard? My fingers and my arms falling off, but I'm really quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm really quick. <laughs> but that'd be every. I mean, when when Howard had him, he took him as a rehabilitation coach. And now that was that in the pub, you know. But Howard took him to Sheffield United, and towards the end of the season, they've booked a trip to Magaluf. Right, so. He's on the staff, is John Bailey. So Howard gets him in before the game. John Bailey's not in the room. So he starts laying into the players before the game. He's been, not been doing too well. And he yeah. says, I've had enough of this. He says, we need a result. And I said, I don't want any of them. About four games left. He said, I don't want anybody's mentioning Magaluf ever again until after the last game of the season. Oh, and no. if anybody does it, he says, I'm telling you, we won't be going. The door opens and Bailey's got a pair of Bermuda shorts on. <laughs> 
Hawaiian top and says, who mentioned Magaluf? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and that's the type of, and, and obviously they'd set it up. Yeah. You know, oh, but he was an absolute love all that. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's not too good at the moment. It's John. Oh, he he's, he, he looks, you know, a, a lot older than what he is. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you, Sam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that, so the FA Cup then as well was massive, wasn't it? Massive, like, that, mate. That is like back in the 80s. We that had, we that had before. Day. Well, what you do is you, you get up in the morning and from eight, yeah, nine o'clock, whatever, you're on TV oh, right the way the best through. Best ever. Yeah. And we were delighted that Freddie Starr had turned up for us, a big Everton fan. Yeah. So Freddie Starr turns up and we're all hanging out the windows at eight, half eight. In, in the hotel. In the hotel. And he's dressed up as Adolf Hitler with wellies on going up <laughs> and down, which you most probably wouldn't be able to do now. Probably not getting away with that these days. So and he's you. doing his show yeah. outside. The full, like, you know, and they're filming it and everything. Yeah. And then he sits down with us for a pre-match meal. And I've ne- now you've got to remember, Freddie Starr was earning per show 84 about 20 grand a show yeah. he was the uh, massive mid, massive yeah, star the, yeah and he sat on our table having a bit of pre-match can't take his eyes off Nev <laughs> and he he's, he's looking at Nev and he's saying you're brilliant you are you, <laughs> you, you, you're the best yeah, you're my hero you are and Nev's there fucking no bad Neville's not giving him any not, uh, nothing like, at all you're, you're all going brilliant yeah. Freddie Star Neville just yeah, doesn't care less who it is you know, and then um I'll tell you who we'd signed as a reserve keeper was Pat Jennings. So as a reserve keeper? As reserve keeper. Not bad number two, right. is it? Yeah. So, so Pat Jennings yeah. is sitting down. We've only brought him in for the game just in case because I think Bobby Mims or Mike Stowell, whoever was there at the time, got injured. So he's got him just in case, you know, Nev or somebody gets injured. So yeah. he's sitting down there and he's, he's like, we're having a chat with him. You know, really nice fella is um, Pat. And uh, he turns around to him and he said, right, I'm just going up in your room. What time's the meeting? And everybody goes... What meeting? And he went, well, obviously, you've got to have a meeting, haven't you? We're playing an FA Cup final. Yeah. It's not a league game. I mean, you can understand if we haven't got a... He said, no, we never have a meeting. <laughs> he went, you never have a meeting? <laughs> he said, well, how do you know what you're doing? He said, we've already done it. Yeah. We've been training all week. So, you know, th- yeah. that's when, you know, you, you, you're looking at him and how good of a player or, co- or goalkeeper he yeah. was. And he's had meetings all his life yeah. uh, before every game. Different. And we have maybe one every now and again. I was, I was going to ask you, did, what was like, obviously modern day, it's analysis coming out your ears, kind of overkill at times. What was, before a game, was anything said or was it just go out and play? You had the lads motivating each other, slaughtering each other, keeping each other on the toes. And is that like yeah. with Freddie Stark, Kevin, is that like a bit of genius? <laughs> like he's having pre-match with you. Is that well, a bit the, like the, to keep your minds well, off Well, they had and... uh, Michael Barrymore right. at theirs. And uh, they were like both live on TV, link up from the ho- both hotels. And, my, and our hotel was rammed with supporters outside chanting and everything. Yeah. And Michael Barrymore turned around and he says, Freddie, how come you've got more people there than I've got over here? He says, I'm a bigger star than you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. just cutting down. But it's, it's even the thought now, isn't it, yeah. of having like, you Plus know, we didn't, it's what uh, it should be Liv- like, Liverpool it, in the FA Cup final, having like John Bishop turn up for the pre-match no, but, meeting. But the, F- but the FA Cup was a massive, like, they'd, they'd oh. have a song, you have songs and everything, yeah, they'd, they'd, have, yeah. they'd have a song. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I missed out on the top of the pops. I had an international game to play. So I think me and Nev were the ones that missed it. Never wouldn't have done um, it. No, no, no. no. The, so I think they were on Wogan as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Massive, Here we go, wasn't it? 
Was it? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Here we go. Was it? Oh, we'll have to find that. We'll side go. by side. Was it? Oh, we're that's definitely close now. Oh, that's definitely. going up. I love and it. And the other one by the farm, all together now. That was yeah, your they wrote the, They wrote that song, yeah. yeah. Was, was, a, couple, was, a couple of them were Evertonians. And that's amazing. Oh, what a day. Yeah. Yeah. We used to, it was literally the highlight of the year. Yeah, but the same with me and Gavis going about before. You'd get up in the morning, you'd have your mates come around, you'd have like your sweets and everything ready. And you'd be there for the game. So that was. You won, you won it that year. Yeah. And the following year was the... Man United game. Man United one, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the... Well, we, Kevin Moran got sent off. That was the first person yeah. ever to get sent off in FA Yeah, Cup big final. change because Frank Stapleton went from centre-forward, who I enjoyed playing against Frank, and he went from centre-forward to uh, centre-back and oh, had an oh, absolute yeah. brilliant... He, he absolutely murdered Sharpie and Andy Gray, and they turned <laughs> around and said, well, we played the European Cup Winners' Cup final yeah. on the Wednesday and then played the FA Cup final on the Saturday, and they say they're knackered. Uh, you know, and I'm saying, no, it's not, they're not knackered. It's just that they, he's played yeah, really well yeah, against yeah, yeah. you. So, you um, won, so that's amazing. You won the FA Cup, then, then magnated that. Yeah, the Norman Wade side was only 17 won and he bent that, what you bent, bent the one at the top end. Yeah. I blame Nev. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a look how close Nev is to the post and he gets a touch on it, a little, little finger on he it. He should have saved so it. So if he was just off the post a touch, then he yes, would have so. saved it. And I've told him all the time. I always I'm tell him sure, that. I'm sure he probably yeah. didn't agree with that. Yeah, though. I told him about that. I told him about the Romanian one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So you won the league then in 1985, 1984, 85, 86, 86, Yeah, we won the league. And we won it quite comfortably, really. So that team, yeah. I mean, I, I, that team is Neville Southall in goal, mm. who was brilliant, one of the best in the world. Gary Stevens, right back, who was yeah. unbelievable. You, Derek Mountfield. Mm -hmm. Pat Van Den Howe. Pat Van, Van Den Howe, left back. You've got Trevor Steven on the right. Yeah. Kept, like, rapid. Kevin Sheedy on the left. Unbelievable wand of a left foot. You're right there. Like, yeah. ridiculous. Scary. Um, then you've got Reed and Bracewell. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, that's... And then Sharpen. That is horrible. Who was it? Sharpen. Sharpen. Yeah, Sharpen. Adrian come off Adrian, the bench. A, no, Adrian Heath actually started and got injured. He was flying. He'd got something like 12, ga 12 goals in... 14 games. Andy Gray hadn't even, he'd been on the bench all the time. Had he? And I always remember going into Sky Studio at Everton a few years after that. And uh, Richard Keyes was in there with Andy. And uh, I'd just gone in to pop in to see him. And he said that uh, Richard Keyes turned around and said, uh, do you know, Andy Gray, your famous striker, doesn't know what you run out to. I was like, it was Zed Cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zed Cars, he, yeah. He doesn't know that what you run out to. I said, right, well, I'm not surprised. By the time he used to get on the bench, it had finished. <laughs> That's brilliant as well. <laughs> I remember you, Kev, telling me as well, like when when I was at, I think it was a chess for a cruise beat, and you see Andy Gray, you saw his nails, one he? Yeah. And you used to say, he used to hang it up for Andy Gray, like early oh. doors. He used to hang it up, and he used to jump with the centre off, and he'd try and headbutt the centre off. He did when it against Bayern Munich. To try and like smash him in there. He split, against Bayern Munich. Split, 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 split the centre off. Split his nose, nose and his lip here. Just to lay down a marker. No, he'd just been booted by him. And Andy Gray oh, turned right. around and booted him. Reedy had just been done by. Um, What's it, Lothar Matthias? So yeah. Lothar Matthias has done read. He needs eight stitches on his in his calf. Goes down. He's done a few himself. So yeah, yeah. a few hours. So he goes down the tunnel, you know, while we're getting ready to take the free kick, and gets told he needs eight stitches or something. You need at least ten stitches. They said to him. He says, "Oh fuck that!" Gives gives the sponge, puts yeah. the sponge down his leg, and on this, if you see his his, his legs just red, yeah. white socks are just red, yeah, and he pulls it up and like. Their, their manager's looking down the tunnel. Is he all right? Is he the full ticket? Right, Not really. Right. And Andy Gray's then looking at me. I don't know if Reedy's off the pitch or he's come back on, 
And Andy's going, rats, just hang it up. And I'm going, Andy. And he went, hang it up. And if Andy says, hang it up there, you've got to hang it up yeah, to him. Yeah. Otherwise, he's going to hang you when you get in. <laughs> and this is like in the, in the first half. So he should have been booked. He's not even been booked. And he's swiped out of this lad. So I hang it up. Perfect. It's coming. It's a, it's a dream for him. And I didn't. I thought he was just going to flick it on. But he lets a fella come right up to Buchmar or something. It was an international, German yeah. international. And he just goes, bang. And headbutts him from the back, <laughs> and he splits his nose and everything. Oh, and they, we heard this after. Apparently, their manager turned to Howard Kendall and went, "Mr. Kendall, <laughs> this is not football." <laughs> and apparently, we had all the lads on the bench then, you know, and yeah. the players that weren't even on the bench were sat because they give their tickets away. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they all turned round together apparently and just went, "Fuck off!" <laughs> <God." laughs> <laughs> <laughs> not getting much, not much change out of that. Not getting yeah. much yeah. over yeah. that. So it was. Uh, it was just that, you know, that's the type of player he was. I, I, I've seen, Andy's the only person I've seen score a half volley header. The technique is absolutely fun. But have a look at it. Have a look. It's on YouTube, Notts County, yeah. away in the FA Cup I've third round, yeah. and it's a half volley header. I've seen him score <laughs> he, you know, I've seen him do, th- I mean, go. Kevin Bond goes up for a header um, on a corner for us. And Kevin Bond gets there before him. He headbutts him in the back of the head, and the ball goes off the crossbar out for a corner. Yeah. And I said, Andy, have you just headbutted him? He said, Yeah. I said, What'd you do that for? He said, I knew I couldn't get the ball, so I thought if I could play a cannon off his head. I'm thinking, This is just hey, what, what a team that is, though, yeah. isn't it? Like, you think yeah. you think of that Reed and Bracewell in centre? Well, you, is, if you is, think, is, well, Reedy, we all know what Reedy was as a player. Yeah. Brace was phenomenal. And the biggest compliment I can ever pay him is you did not realise how good he was until he wasn't there. Yeah. It's a hell of a hole to finish, to, to fill. He is like, he was, the engine was unbelievable. But what people forget is that, you know, it just did, Simple things, the two of them. I was going to say, the two, the two of them weren't flashing anyway. Were they, Have you ever seen the goal against people? Sunderland when he pings it out to the far right side with Trevor Stephen? No. One of the best goals I've ever seen. Well, right, we'll he get, get on the volley, we'll on the volley, he volleys it, must have been 40, 50 yards straight to his feet. Trevor whips yeah. past the fullback, who I can't remember, who would be the left back then? Can't think who the left back would be. Rogers, not Rogers, Rogerson. Yeah, um, could have been. I, I thought it could have been Pickering. Maybe, yeah. It was like an up and coming young player. Down and out after that. He's just, <laughs> he just, gone. He just gone and then he whacked it into the near post. It's I a mean, fantastic goal. A great, that's a great point. Yeah. Poor Bracewell. Like, yeah. he, he, he's, he's a, he's a wind, have you, Joe, have you he? seen He's the, a moaner. We yeah. used to like, oh. when, I, when I was a young kid coming through, oh, yeah. he used yeah. to bat. Got to go home, I've got to clean oh. the pool. <laughs> I used to throw that in all yeah. the time. Yeah. I, like, I don't know if the missus has cleaned the fifth bedroom. Yeah, yet, he, used, he used to love all that one. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, looked, I, was, I was on the pool. I've got to shoot off, lads. I've got to go and clean the pool. I've got, anything like that, I've got, a, I've got the gardener in it all. all the time. He, like, he, was, going, oh, he, he was one of the first players that I knew that used to buy property and do it up. And yeah. See, I love all yeah. that banter, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. brilliant banter. We used to have Greavesy do that, didn't we, when we played, lad, we played. Yeah, no, class. No, but if if you if you want a, a really good footage to watch, is you know that f- people feel think that you know football's been invented since '92. Have a look at the game against Rapid Vienna when we get have a phase of play where we keep the ball. The only two people that don't touch the ball are me and Derek Manfield, and we it about. Were, were, we were popping it about everywhere. They couldn't get anywhere near us, and then it must be I don't know how many passes how many minutes and then Trevor finishes with a, a lovely turn and misses the target if it goes in it's the best goal that's ever scored 
It, it is. It, I can tell it. you where that footage is, Kev. Yeah. It's the official history of Everton FC. Is it? And the reason why I tell you that is yeah. because when I was younger, I was Liverpool, yeah. and I had on VHS mm. Liverpool the official history of, and my brother had Everton. VHS, would, not he, Betamax, no? No, no it was just yeah. after that. <laughs> but he would never watch me, let me watch Liverpool. Right. So he'd hide it everywhere, so I'd have to watch Everton. So I'd, right. all I'd hear is Zed cars. Yeah. I'd see that rapid Vienna game. I'd like, and that, that was what was interesting when you talk about Colin Harvey. I remember vividly from that brilliant, brilliant mm. video. In there, you, I remember Howard Kendall, and like it's just getting battered every week. Like He's mm. really struggling. And then it's almost like a film when you watch when you watch that video. It's like a film because all of a sudden it turns. Mm. And obviously to this day, I've just thought, oh, I wondered, I wondered what changed. And like you Have were you saying, ever seen the film Hull. Howard's Way? Howard, no. Yeah, I was going to no. say that's the story. The story uh, of Everton. It's very it? good. It's very good actually. Really good. The way the, love lads it, put it the fans love it all. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's yeah. The but it, it's put together with the right type of music. Because, I mean, I'm a, an '80s man anyway yeah, with music. Yeah. So if you like '80s music as well. And that's put, and they've got the like, like Keith Mullin from the farm, yeah, who's talking. So you got someone uh, playing you? Are you? Are you like you're speaking on that? Do you feature? Yeah, on that we've then? we've done interviews, but you don't ask the you you, you don't hear the you hear the question being asked. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, you're yeah. literally t- yeah. talking. I did my bit with Sheeds uh, at uh, a pub opposite the ground. You know, I think they've flown over to Australia for Gary Stevens, who lives there. They've gone to America for Inchy. And they've put all little bits together and talk. So got it all on there. They've got it all on. It's, it's oh, brilliant. It's the, way the, the way it's put together, the music that goes with it, it is everything about it is really, really good. And yeah, if you're not, if you're just a, if you're a football fan, you'll like it. It's like yeah, you know, watch, definitely watch watching. The, is it the real Jack Charlton? That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. There's a few. But this I mean, one put really well together. Love that. That's a great. That's a great team they've got there. Then yeah. isn't Unreal. it? And th- that is full Unreal. of like good characters as well. Yeah. That yeah. is like I mean when you've when you finish the game, no, known known Peter Reed, known yourself. Mm. I'm thinking you're having a couple of beers after a, after a win and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we were made to. You know, the manager yeah. made us. But yeah, when things weren't going right, Howard used to say to us... You have a speak cigar, Howard. You have a speak cigar. He started off with a, a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we went to Marbella and, um, with Peter Reed, and obviously he was there drinking yeah. with all the lads and that. And then um, Howard Kendall was there. He's like, Howard's oh, here. And obviously yeah. we were like, oh, it's Howard Kendall, like really yeah. impressed. Obviously, yeah. and he's just there with a cigar. Like, we were like trying to speak to him. He's just like not interested. I've never seen cigar. anybody like him get carried off the beach. Tram lines. His feet being dragged, <laughs> like tram lines going up the beach, and you're thinking five o'clock, and you're thinking, "There's Howard, never to be seen again." <laughs> Two hours later, shaved, bright as a button, back out. We, well, used, to well, call it, we used to call it the mag- magic shower. <laughs> and we didn't realise how much he drank until we got back to Manchester Airport, and we had to pay duty on him. He was absolutely, <laughs> he was wow. He was honest. It was. But uh, you talk about work hard, play hard. I mean, that's what I always yeah, associate you people like you, Peter you Reed with. You can't win things. Yeah. Drinking at the wrong time. Yeah. So when we did have a drink, we drank at the right time. It was a big culture with Wales, Sunday nights. That was boozy night. When you arrived. When we arrived. And the idea was because we're getting people from Port Vale, Charlton, coming into an environment with Ian Rush, Kevin Ratcliffe, Mark Hughes, Neville Southall, and we wanted to make them feel so, so welcome. And they were one of us. And that's what happened to me when I got in the side for Wales, the Teddy Yoddis, the Leighton Phillipses, Di Davises, Joey Jones. You get in there, you have a few drinks with them. I think um, I think that's a really important thing because I mean, yeah, Wales have got the same thing now, haven't they? Where you mm. go in, you've got Aaron Ramsey, you've got Gareth Bale, you've got superstars mixing with like you know lads playing whatever yeah, league, league one. Yeah, but a lot of them have come through together that era. Is it? Yeah, maybe. you know they've all come through as the twenty ones, didn't they? Yeah. 
Yeah. I've talked before yeah. about when I was saying about um, Steve Evans, who I played with at Wrexham, on the Wales trip with Ryan Giggs. I went, what, yeah. what, what are you two talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that, yeah. that, that two-touch game going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just doing a 12-minute run. He's chasing your balls. <laughs> no, that was an important thing. See, them, them lads in Wales, the Gareth Bales and the Aaron Ramseys and everything, they come on leaps and bounds as soon as Craig Bellamy retired mm. for me. I think, he, think? I think he, he held them back at least a year. They've spoken we, a little we, bit. We, yeah. we've, had, we've had a bit of interesting discussion yeah. about Craig Bellamy because I've never met him and I don't think I would like him. But I've heard about I heard about Steve Evans telling me that he used to hammer him, and I was like, just chin him, chin him, Evo. Oh. <laughs> he was um, from from inside the camp. He was an intimidating character. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. But you but think was, when um, they were like twenty one, yeah, you know, yeah. Gareth Bale's and the Adam yeah. Ramsey's, and he's doing what I yeah. know some of the things that I don't don't yeah. think I can tell otherwise. But, but what what I will say about Bellamy, I've told you lads, is yeah. that. His, his professionalism, his work it's like ethic, Gemmo. was it was incredible. He's another, he's a, he's another word, a world like Gemmo, but a better Gemmo. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, a worse Gemmo. Horrible. Better football, he said. Or better football, <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, well, he had a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think he scored as many goals as yeah. Gemmo. Yeah. But I think I think Bella's standards were so high, yeah. and he expected everyone that, else to be at this that, well, level. Well, that's what people forget. Were, what Gemmo was like, wasn't he? Yeah. Andrew yeah. Jemson at Shrewsbury. Yeah. His standards were high. Yeah. yeah, you know, and he wanted everybody else to be yeah. the same, and that's exactly what it's like with with yeah. Bellas. Yeah. And he couldn't understand why you weren't at his level, mm. and that was probably his weakness. And, and I, could, def- and I definitely, when when, when Bellas moved on, he, he did unbelievable for Wales. Always turned up <coughs> top yeah. pro, but when he left, lads came out of their shells massively. John Gorman, I wasn't know how much John. He said exactly the same about England. He John said when Gorman. When, John Gorman said when Gaza was there, when Gaza when Gaza came out the squad. Schools, Beckham, all them started to excel because Gaza was such a big character, so dominant yeah. that everyone was a bit like everybody not, not else's characters. Everyone was wearing him because you caught because it's Gaza and he was yeah, dominating it. Suddenly he's not there. Suddenly everybody else starts to sprout up. And How was John? Better. Was he good? Oh, what a lovely! He had an apartment around the corner from me in Spain. He's he was, just uh, sold the last couple of years. Is he? Yeah. And we used to go out together. I tell you what, I, he comes round to our apartments and he says, uh, oh, "I love this view." So about, about a week later, he phones me up. He says, uh, have a look at this picture I'm going to send you. He sends me a picture. He's painted the view. <laughs> <laughs> He's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I've got it up on my wall. Yeah. It's an absolute... Oh, honestly, he was an artist. He was... He was, of, he was he was he was amazing, Kevin. Like, yeah. As in, like a lovely, a lovely the, the bloke, man, yeah. man manager. And I was seeing the differences, like with some managers, and I think... A real test is when things don't go well. And when I, I got really badly injured at Northampton, and he used to ring me all the time, and I thought, what a class... You know, yeah. we always talk about, yeah, don't we? It's more important to be a good person rather than yeah, anything yeah, else. Yeah, and yeah. He was, he was a, he's a class person. Was he? He was class with me. Yeah. And um, before we kind of get too far ahead, so you Sorry. mentioned Rapid Vienna and mm. um, Bayern Munich then. European success mm. must have been, like, out of this world. Well, 84, 85, was it? Yeah, well, yeah, we're going, uh, looking forward to the next season and, uh, yeah, European football. Yeah. You know, the European Cup, which was most probably a lot harder to win then than it is now. Because you, you couldn't afford to, you yeah. know, it's a cup competition. Yeah. You know, you, you think you're going over to uh, the Ukraine or yeah. you're going to Russia. Um, and if you, if you get a defeat over there by one or two nil, you know they're not going to concede away from home. Yeah. You know, they block up shop. Yeah, we were looking forward to it, and obviously Heisel just hampered that. It was uh, so England, yeah. so obviously all English clubs got banned. In all Heisel. all English clubs got banned, and yeah. that was in your you were in your prime ever yeah. at that time. And uh, I mean, you literally I, work, everyone. Yeah, at that time we were talking in the car on the way up. 
you were literally right out there when Everton were just dominating. dominating. Yeah, you just couldn't yeah, wait yeah. for European but, football. You know, you win the league then at two years later and you still can't get into Europe. Yeah. Two, you, two clubs suffered and that was us and Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Liverpool recovered. We never, we've never recovered from it because we lost, we lost the manager. We lost the right-hand side in Trevor Stephen, Gary Stephen. Peter Reid was coming to the end of his career. So I thought, or not, not I thought, but they thought. So they bring in Stuart McCall. If... Peter Reid was coming to the end of his career. He was a better player than Stuart McCall ever was then. Because he was still better than Stuart McCall. (laughs) And then Colin Harvey took over and starts bringing in the likes of Pat Nevin, Peter Bergery. And I've known Colin since I've been 15, 14. And I'm thinking, they're not Colin Harvey players. Not good enough. Just not his type of player. You know, if he liked the win, he played with, you know, the the only luxury that we had, and and, and Colin didn't get on with him, was Kevin Sheedy. Was he? He was the one luxury player in that in that quality team that I knew yeah. before. He was the one. Yeah, luxury. yeah. But he, he was. He, he, was he was He was just unbelievable. His, his, his pass passing was just out of this world. His, his vision, his touch was just made the pass. You know, sometimes, that's, sometimes you carried him a little bit and defended a little bit because no, he, he did some. We 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 got things out of him. Yeah, we got a little bit extra because if he didn't, you know. But Colin wanted a bit more, and that's yeah. why I couldn't understand. You know, the, especially Pat Nevin. Although Pat Nevin's a great guy. Nice footballer. Yeah. But for me, wasn't a Colin Harvey. It wasn't a, maybe an Everton type of player. Peter Bergery as well, I, I thought. Yeah, Stuart McCall. I couldn't understand why he brought Stuart. And, and Tony Cotty to a certain degree as well. Like, even though he got a, he's got a good goal scoring yeah, record, he wasn't the type of player that I thought that Colin would have gone out and got. You what know? do you think was going on, Kev? Why was it? Do you just think he... Well, Colin wasn't a good man management as he, he he's not a great communicator. <laughs> Just, great for the, just for the listeners, Howard Kendall left then, left, and then yeah. obviously you had all this success, yeah. won everything, but then Howard Kendall's left, Colin Harvey's then got the job, and Colin mm. Harvey's been coached for the last few years, and being a manager's different to being the, the assistant yeah. manager or the head yeah. coach. You're making them big decisions. Yeah. But it's communication with the players as well, which is so, That's so right. important as a manager. And, and, and Colin wasn't a good communicator, even when he was a coach. You know, he was a nasty bugger. You know, the training sessions didn't finish in it. Finish if he was if you were on his side um, and he wasn't winning. Yeah. He didn't finish <laughs> until he started and still winning. So he passed. Lads were like, "Come on, I want to get off it. Let the gaffer win, we Flipping it. I've seen lads go like that when the teams get picked on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and Colin Harvey's on the other side. They're going, <laughs> "I can relax." <laughs> but do you know what? He's the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. Colin Harvey. He That's is. Cool. You know, without him, I wouldn't have achieved anywhere near. You know, he's, he was the drive behind us and, you know, a good coach, very good coach. But management just didn't suit him, you know, and yeah. obviously bringing players in. And then by that time, Howard had come back and he thought he could change it around. But no, I think the damage was done, you know, with the, the Heisel and everything. And like I say, I don't think the club's ever, ever recovered. I think there's been a little period under Moisey, but that didn't last, you know. But it's, and also nothing like, nothing like what you've achieved, like when we named what you, what you won. Mm. I know it's I know it's yeah. if buts and maybes, but you look at Forest had their little bit of success in mm. Europe, Liverpool had their success, mid eighties. Do you think you could have gone on to that in a, in a normal world? I think I think we European could have gone on, on you, and do you, what Liverpool did. You think you could have um, gone and won those? You trophies? know, if you look if you look at Forest, very very similar to us. You know, they in a way they've got two league championships because obviously they won two European cups. They got, obviously yeah. they played in the European Cup. That's why they got the European yeah, yeah. cups. But other than that, they sort of dwilted away. You know, that good side, the John Robertsons of the world, and. McGovern's and, yeah. and Martin O'Neill's and Trevor Francis. You know, it's, it's one of them that when you look back, there's certain teams that you can name right the way through. Yeah. You know, like your Blackburn team of the 
of the 90s yeah, and yeah. things yes. like that. You know, Liverpool, you'd be very hard because they've had that many good teams. Yeah. It's very hard to name a team from that era, yeah. you know, and, you know, this team at the moment is most probably the best Liverpool side ever. You know, and when yeah, yeah. you think of the players that they've had yeah. and in the past, you start picking players from the best or doing the best. You, you can have a debate about every position, that every player that goes in, you could say, you know, I, I, no, what about him? You know, so you, if you go for the right back, people say, oh, Trent Alexander, Phil Neal, Stevie Nick, Alex Lindsay, yeah, you know, Joey Jones, Alan Kennedy, that's the other side, you know. Then you've got your centre-back, so you've got Van Dijk, Alan Hansen, Lawrenson, Emlyn Hughes, you know, there's yeah. they're just so many so good many players. players, they've won that much, so they're going to have good players. But, you know, they, I, I can't, for me, think that never a side would play, a Liverpool side, a best ever, would play without an Alan Hansen, a Graham Souness, Kenny Dalglish. They still get in. Definitely. Yeah. Kenny Dalglish, by far the best player I've ever played against. Is he? What, yeah. Why was it his movement, his touch, his vision, skill? Well, he used to play in a number 10 role that nobody thinks that was being played in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all 4-4-2, four, four, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. but they, they always played. Yeah. yeah. With a fault, you know, with just the striker was rushy. That's difficult, rushy stretching you, so he's threatening behind all oh, the time. Got but the quality, they, so haven't you? Got I mean, but they, they weren't picking him out, they were just picking the space, yeah. knowing that he could outrun anyone. That, the one thing that Rushy was, he was, he was, he was fast, he was lightning, yeah. you know, lightning quick, yeah. but a good finisher. Never used to overstrike a ball. He just used to place it and, you know, he's... But the combination of him trying to go in behind, so you're mm. worried about him, but then Douglas is going short and he can kill you don't, from in the hole. go in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, Eddie, you'll never your got midfield, a big move. Putting your midfielders in. Don't go, yeah. don't go tight, don't go tight, unless you are rapid, do yeah, not go yeah, tight. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, they were, they were great. They've had some great sides and we were on the, the verge of maybe keeping that going, you know. Yeah. The, and the one thing, as soon as you lose the manager, you know, that was, yeah. the, that was the thing went. for me. That we lost the manager and I think that was it. You know, that was the decline. And not wanting to um, sort of go into negatives, but we spoke a lot on the podcast previously about resilience and we know that like, obviously you've won leagues and cups. and But, but there's obviously the 84 League Cup final, 85, 86, 89 in the FA Cup final. Obviously, that's defeat there. With all the success that you've had, how do you then learn how to deal with them? Because you've said before about seeing teammates when you were younger crying on the mm. pitch, and it's well, hard to uh, overcome. The, the hardest it? one was the second one against Liverpool. What was that 86 or 89? Uh, sorry, 89. What was that? Was that the Hills goes rush when it yeah. came on. So, two. You, you, you know, going into the game, you're not got a chance. So that was after the Hillsborough thing in the yeah. semi final. So you're playing Liverpool in the final yeah. after Hillsborough. Yeah. So say that again, Kev. That, so you're saying the biggest problem was you know you knew going into the game you can't win it. Everybody wants Liverpool to win. Yeah. It's like, it had, right, Liverpool yeah. had to win, it didn't. It? Everything and that, about, and that was the everything was the about the day was about Liverpool. Yeah, we weren't mentioned. We may as well have not been there. Was that not a motivator, or were you, were you just sort of consigned to the fact uh, that when you got a hundred thousand there? Yeah, it's it's you know you want to give everything. We it was a close, but everything the build up and the only t- ever time I've seen that again was Everton in the Cup final in '95. Yeah, against or, or United. Right, United, right, yeah. scored. Right, right, header, scored. Yeah. right, and yeah. there's. Um, Everything's blue and white. I played in the game beforehand in an over 35 game and we won. And I, I walked over to, I think it was Dave Watson, said, Waggy, good omen that. We've won one little goal. Go and win it. And I'm saying, look at the crowd. And because of the, I think, I think whoever the sponsors were that day, their symbol was blue and white. So it's all around the ground, even in yeah, the Man yeah. United end. Yeah. And, you know, psychologically, yeah, it's a subliminal thing, isn't it? You know, I'd never believed in psychology before. Uh, you know, it's it was never around. You know, it was just about being strong-minded and getting on with yeah. it. You do your yeah. own sort of uh, stuff. 
um, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. So you've got to find what suits you on match day and yeah. not what it suits the, the psychologist. So I think the first time I ever got him in was at Shrewsbury. Yeah. You know, and he's coming out, coming in after seeing Sam, and he's like, "I'm a psychologist, not magician." I'm like, what Jesus? What am I going to do? What am I going to do with these lots? I had them. I for paint after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was only because Roland wanted him in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm thinking. Oh. Yeah. So how did, in them cup finals again, how, how are you dealing with that? Because that's obviously a lot in quick succession. I mean, I remember yeah. the 89 cup final because my brother yeah. kicked my head in that day because yeah. obviously I was bragging a bit too which much. Was the, which was the 89 one? Then? 89, Stuart Rush McCall got two, didn't he? Rush yeah. come on and scored two. Oldridge, no, sc- Oldridge scored after four minutes. Then McCall scored in the 89th minute. No. 89th minute, yeah, volley, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Then yeah. Rush came on and scored. Two. Scored. Then McCall scored the mm. chess volley. Mm. And then Rush yeah. scored the winner. Yeah. Mm. Remember that, yeah. And then I got my head kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was Peter Beersley as well. What a player he was. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he was, he come to him. Everton. Pedro. What, what was he, he like? He, Pedro. 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 Yeah. We've had this before. Where, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what, 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 what was he like? What was your recollections of him then? Me? I love Pete. I got on really well. I met Pete on holiday in uh, when he was at Carlisle. Yeah. yeah. He went to Carlisle, I think, on loan or something. And uh, he'd out. gone over to Vancouver. Yeah, he went to yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then come back, and uh, I think he was with Jack Charlton at Newcastle, and we were in Portugal, and I met him and his wife Sandra. Uh, we had a little one, and he, well, the little one's now forty, and he, <laughs> he was looking after her with his wife um, at the slides, you know, the water slides and yeah. everything. And Peter couldn't swim, so he didn't want to go. And I said, "No, Pete, you've got to go. You, you can't drown there." I'll said, I'll, "I'll help you." So I was waiting at the end. It was like my, it's my like. A little kid, <laughs> but I had to wait for him to come down the slide just in case he went under, you know. Um, and we, we got on great. And you know, I mean, I remember coming in one day when he was at Everton, and I'm, I'm, I looked up at my spec, and there's all these turtles. He's put all these turtles on the on the deck on on me peg. And I says, "What's this?" And Pete comes. He said, "Oh, they're for your lad." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Oh, they're for Dino." I said, all oh, right. I said, uh, he said, yeah. He says, uh, me and Sandra were looking at him in the players' lounge on Saturday, and he was playing with the turtles. He said, but my lad don't like them, so you can have. All. And they were hard to get out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was queuing up outside Toys R Us for two oh, hours uh, oh. before Christmas to get like yeah. bloody Raphael or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just amazing, amazing. <laughs> yeah, but what a you know, really nice guy. But what a football. Oh, you know, I, I mean, they've had Kenny Delagleish, and then they get him in, and I'm like, oh, some yeah, of the things yeah. he used to do, and then we get him. And he, he was brilliant. He, he was so far ahead of the players. You know, he was a, another level again. Yeah. You know, he, you know, you, you forget how wow. good he was. Talk us through your um, relationship with Ian Rush because I've, I've heard some amazing things. With, awesome. Obviously, Ian Rush was your roommate at Wales. Yeah, yeah. And um, Ian Rush was banned from driving, apparently. So you, yeah. you, you, you used to... This, this take him true. in, yeah. You used to take him to training <laughs> in Liverpool. Tell me this then is a joke. you went training at yeah. Everton. yeah. I mean, no, that is, so, no, so that this, is, this is the equivalent of Seamus Coleman taking Mo Salah into training, that now, is, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. It's the same. That's, I mean, that is unbelievable. Um, pop, your bet, pop your bet and Seamus before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, we obviously mates. Mates. I've uh, been, uh, you know, Christ, he's just down the road in Flint. I'm from Connors Key. I'm living in Connors Key. I must have been 21, and I'm taking him in uh, because he's been banned from driving. And I'm taking him in. I drop him outside the Shankly Gates. I won't go inside the Shankly Gates. You're, you're captain of Everton. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not oh, a captain. Right. I'm not even in the side at all times. Right. And then we play and we got beat 5-0. He scores four goals. 
Take him home. <laughs> I've got to take him home. He's asked for the lift after the game. <laughs> so I've not played. I've not played. And I've gone there. I'm outside the changing room. He comes out. He's got the match ball. Do us a favour, Rats. I said, what? He said, can you get them signed by the back? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I'm playing for the tunnel as well. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was it. But um, that must have been, I must have been 20, 20, 21, because Caroline wasn't born because... A couple of days later, pre-season this was, that um, he comes to our house, but we've gone into hospital to have the baby in the middle of the night, and he gets up, gets dropped off at the bottom of the street. I, I live on the biggest hill in Connorsky, by the way, yeah. right? And I'm not in. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to walk 20 minutes down the road to his auntie's house. This is, this uh, is the Liverpool centre uh, for yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, And uh, our arrangement was that I would not, I'd pick him up outside the club shop, I wouldn't come into the ground yeah. and wait for him. I said, and if you're not there, I'm gone. Yeah. And he was there every time. So, yeah. you know, he used to... I mean, that, that, that's an yeah. amazing story. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that, how well, fantastic is that? You know, I got a call off him last year. I hadn't spoken to him for a, a while. Been, been to a, a dinner where he was in, a dinner in London. Yeah. Asked me to go down. He said, uh, I'm getting awarded uh, uh, for this, uh, for some stuff I've got. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the, the football stuff that I've done. I went... Well, what else would it be? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, football, yeah. Not for brain surgery. <laughs> so uh, we've, um, last year he, he phones me up, he says, because he's 60 coming up, and he says, uh, got a trip booked for us. I said, all right, okay, where are we going? You know, and he's saying, uh, we're going to can, all paid for. He says, um, get yourself to the airport. He says, and we're, we're on a super yacht for three days. So there's me, Reedy, Ronnie Whelan, and Rushy. We do a bit of filming for this sort of thing um, that's going to go out hopefully in the next year or two. And we're on, we're on this yacht which has got six double bedrooms. Everyone's, everybody's got a bathroom and we're in Cannes. Yeah. And everybody's looking, who are these idiots? Who are these We were doing we, drunk. We were, I was sitting on the top deck with him one day and uh, we never went out because it was too rough to see. And uh, we're there talking, and Rushy, I seen, look at the jacuzzi. I said to Rushy, I said, Rushy, I said, uh, the jacuzzi. I said, do they fill it up every day and empty it every night? He said, yeah, they've got to. I said, oh, right. I said, uh, why, are they, why are they doing that? He says, well, if they don't, it'll dehydrate. I said, don't you mean evaporate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he still hasn't changed. Yeah, yeah. You know, he still hasn't changed. But uh, what, a, what a journey. Everything was paid for. Um, wow. He got amazing. sponsors to sponsor it. And uh, I think he's out there now. I just had word that he's, he's gone out for a couple of days on this yacht again. So uh, awesome, I've, got to, I've got to text him to ask him <laughs> to look after it for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an amazing rivalry, though, from two lads, isn't it, together? To be like, you're, you know, you're well, the the, the, well, so it's, it's, played it's, against them a lot. Well, it started off in school where he played for the Roman Catholics and I played for the, uh, yeah. you know, the, the president school. Even though I was Roman Catholic, he was, you know... He's gone on to he, be like... Yeah, but we, you know, we got on, he signed for Chester the following year after I'd left and gone to, to Everton. And we got in the world. And I didn't see him for years. We played together when we were 13 and the under-13s when we were 12. He was a year young and got in the side. And that's the first time we ever come across each other. And then we didn't really keep in touch. And then it wasn't until we both got in the Welsh squad. And I always remember him getting in the Welsh squad and we're up at Scotland. And I'm on the bench. Uh, I got called in. It was after the England game when we beat them 4-1. I got called into that squad because Dave Jones had got injured. And I got pulled into the squad. So I had to travel up to Scotland on my own. Got to Scotland. He's there. Him, Joey and Mickey 
me, Mickey and Joey, uh, you know, we've, we've stayed, the four of us have stayed really, really good friends ever since that day. Yeah. You know, it's like as if you're one of the family. And we used to muck about, have a laugh and, you know, but take things serious as well. As well. And then Rushy's on the bench with me that against um, Scotland and he, Mike England turns to him and says, go and get warmed up. And he, he gets off the bench and he's like, he's just standing there. And I'm going, Rushy, have a run. <laughs> so he's never warmed up before. Yeah. In, you know, as a yeah, sub, yeah. he doesn't yeah. know what to do. Have a stretch. So he's <laughs> talking him wave, through. Wave, yeah. wave your hands about. Yeah. <laughs> Ten knees to the chest. Yeah. <laughs> you know things like. And it was just he'd never been a sub, so he didn't yeah. know what to do, no, how to warm up. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Dave wants to ask you. Dave, Dave looked at because I said to Dave, ask ask Kev about. He scored a pound. He scored a forty. He only scored two goals in your career. He scored a forty yard no, screamer. No, Dave looked it up and went. Sam, it's not, it's not, like, it's it not what you think it is. It's 60 yards. <laughs> it, it, it's going up by the day. No, every time who, I speak who, who about it. Who was Bruce Grobler. Bruce Grobler, yeah, yeah. He was going past the post and he did ever so well to pull it back in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nice to give him, Kev. That, that's, yeah. that's very good. Well, I, I was 66 to 1 to score the first goal. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out well for everybody. That was going wide. Yeah, yeah. Everyone benefited. It bounced about six times on the last bounce. I thought, if I could spin it, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. under his body, then uh, yeah, I, I didn't get many opportunities. I scored, I scored uh, two goals in 492 appearances, and I played for Cardiff. And on my debut, I scored. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. and he gave you for Cardiff. Oh, Cardiff, yeah. yeah. So I've scored with my right foot, left foot, and a header. So we're coming towards the end of then Everton. So Everton, mm. or Everton is all sort of finishing everything. Mm. Then it must have been hard to leave Everton. Then so you had your hernia, didn't you? That, yeah, that, yeah. Was that it then? That was, was that it. Yeah, pace had gone. Uh, so ten months. Ten, so ten, ten. Well, it's not just that. Fitness as well, because ten months out for an injury that should have been six weeks. Yeah. It's mad hernia now. Three weeks. Oh, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks now. You're you in, get back you're, in ten days. Yeah, yeah, yeah really this is not keyhole. This is yeah. like the full. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've like th- three to yeah. four weeks. Yeah. You're, you're back, yeah. and you don't yeah. see many people at the swimming baths now, do you? With a big like scar in them, and that's normally just like a little incision. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was. I'd come back, and things. It was just took too long. You know that that. 10 month the pass back rule changed oh, that must okay. yeah, so all of a sudden my pass completion had gone out the window <laughs> <laughs> it's an F never to me it's an F 374 passes <laughs> second Neville Salfo oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so Brilliant. yeah yeah that must, that must have blown your head off though to, to then not have that at well your, your fitness levels change because the ball's in play longer yeah, because you're not you going be back to the keeper. Better, yeah. It's a great addition to the game. Wasn't yeah, it? Is. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. brilliant for, for the fans. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you look at some of them games, they're boring. Yeah, yeah. because you look at Liverpool, oh. they get a two 0 lead, and all they're doing is passing it back to Bruce, and yeah. you know Lawrence it gets good. it, puts his foot on the ball, and just a little tap back, and he picks it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah, it's a best addition, I think. Um, that's happened. There's been a lot of bad ones, but that's the one yeah, yeah. most probably yeah. one of the best. There's a few head losses, weren't there, in the old pass back days yeah. when they'd, yeah. they'd try and they'd mm. basically mug the other team off, wouldn't they? And then yeah. someone would just come flying from nowhere, yeah, smash, smash the keeper. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. having that. <laughs> Bruce, the love one. Yeah. yeah, but no, that was the end of me, really. Um, was, that, was that hard to take then? Yeah, because I, 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 oh, 14, 14 years, years 77 till '92, 15th season I was in. Too. So, uh, but I, I, I started then get picking up injuries, especially in my left knee. And I'd never, if you have a look at my career, most of my, my games are played before the age of 28. So, 
You know, well, I'd only played in the last four or five, just signed a four-year contract, which was <laughs> thankfully good. Yeah. I think the second year into it, so that would be around about 28, 29, I, I got the injury. and But I played all my most of my games. I don't think I played 100 games after 28 oh, wow. for, for Everton. How would, how would you so call, when did you, when did you retire? Oh, it all depends who you speak to. To you then What's what's your version I I played at Chester For a little while But I didn't enjoy it I just played it To pick up a bit of wage And you know Pay the bills Mentally though How do you cope with that Because I mean You've been like You were at Evans Sam I was was going home And I was falling asleep I was so physically tired Never used to sleep If I did It was for like 10 minutes But this was like Becoming a couple of hours In the afternoon You know And then I'd get up Next day, I'd get into training. I'd do a 12-minute run or 15-minute run on my own before the lads were training. You know, thinking I was getting my fitness back, wanted yeah, to get yeah. it back and everything. But it, things had just changed. It was, yeah, and then obviously, you know, it, it doesn't... Nothing ends well when you're at a football club uh, well, when you're injured. Or, we've spoken about this before. There's no yeah. loyalty. No, it's no, it's no, it's no mean, like, I oh, thank you very uh, much. And I knew my, the writing was on the wall when uh, Gary Ablett signed for Everton from Liverpool. You know, right. and I've come in yeah, in the morning, knocked on the gaffer's door, and he says, I'll let you go. You know, and I'm thinking, all oh, right. He says, but I want a fee. And I'm thinking, <sighs> yeah, come on. Whoa, who's, the the man, who's the manager yeah. then? Howard Kendall. That's, that's oh, back the, to Howard, Howard Kendall who yeah. said that to so you. So he said, I, I want a fee for you. He said, but you'll get the fee. Ooh. Oh, hold on, hold on a minute. Howard, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he said gaffer. Million quid, million quid. Yeah. Yeah. That one million quid was never heard of then. It was, yeah. But it got around that they, he was looking for a couple of hundred grand for me. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, he's not going to give me a couple of hundred grand, surely. So before the deadline day, he calls me in and says, uh, oh, we've had a change of heart, I'm going to let you go for nothing. And I'm thinking, well, everybody thinks I'm fucked now then, don't they? Yeah, I think I've finished. Uh, thanks very much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, that's not a nice way to end that. Uh, it's it's not nice. Oh, I'll always remember it. It couldn't have happened to a nicer person when uh, Dave Watson, that was the hardest thing to take, taking the club captaincy off you. Yeah. yeah. So you've gone in and Dave, Dave, uh, the, the manager says that um, I want Dave to be captain. You know, you're no longer sort of uh, going to be in the plans as much. So I said, yeah, great. You know, because it was Dave, me and Dave got on great. <laughs> yeah, he's good. I thought it couldn't have been a better person. I wouldn't, mm. you know, would have hated to have thought it was Martin Keown. Wrestling it off him. Yeah. It's yeah. the ruthlessness of football again, isn't it? But that, that's what Howard was like. What made Howard a good manager? High end again, no matter who you were. Yeah, yeah. We've had this, we had this when we had Joe and everything yeah. like the ruthless, ruthless. Well, it, him, it, him in the biggest way of, of all. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. You know, and it proved out to be a success for the manager, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah and the team. But everybody's got their own ideas. Casualties along the way. Yeah, there always is. You know, I remember that when I went into Shrewsbury and had to make tough, tough decisions on people that had been there for a long, long time. But it just needed a big, big overhaul. Before before we finish with your playing career, I wanted to obviously touch on Wales. Here we go, Just need it, Dan. Every podcast we have to can't get through one podcast. But you had obviously you had a good team. You had Seifel, Hughes, yourself, Rush. You went close in '86. To get into the World Cup, you was in contention in the qualifying. You, th- you, you uh, we, disappointed. We, you never kind of. I can't remember the team we, you've got. What, what it was for. The first first one was what we didn't make was against um, uh, Iceland down at the Vetch, and I think we drawn the game. But Mike England was talking about winning the game by six and seven yeah. before the game. Yeah, yeah. And he picked. A, I think there was seven players playing for Swansea. Yeah, and he picked them. the Vetch, and then he picked me, Peter Nicholas. And Joey Jones as the three centre backs. Now I didn't have a three centre backs. Three centre backs, right? 
And he didn't think that. They, no, they yeah, were playing no. back in then. Um, that's what I mean. Everybody's bamboozled by the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Premier League thinking that there's, there's been no formations or tactical yeah. things. Did we work on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> and he just threw my name and Peter Nicholas. And I thought, right, okay, Nico and Joey picking up, me sweeping behind. No, Nico was sweeping behind. He couldn't run. Nico was as slow as they come, you know, as a midfield player. You know, he yeah. could handle it in midfield, but he was never a centre-half. And it was the first time he'd ever played there. Yeah. And they just ran riot, Iceland, yeah. you know. They were just about getting, you know, them sort of centre-forwards. Was it Goodison and Ulison? Some of them went to where mm. uh, I think his dad played. Yeah. So he wasn't a bad player. And they, they were quite physical in them days, the Icelandics and the Finnish uh, word as well. And uh, we drew the game. Floodlights went off. <laughs> You know, and uh, yeah, I think we're 20 minutes to half an hour off the pitch and we come back on, game ended 4-4. Then we played Scotland. Obviously, that was the big one. The penalty um, one. Yeah, well, we, we went up to uh, Hamden, beaten 1-0. Yeah. Ian Rush with a blinding goal. Yeah. Sparky absolutely tortured Alex McLeish and uh, Willie Miller, who yeah. were two good players. Yeah. And he battered them. Yeah. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> battered them. And Rushy was just picking up bits and... We did, and there, there was the last uh, game in the group was the, back at Cardiff. Then, if you it? ask me which team, right, the high high hated most internationally would be Scotland. Yeah, more than England. Yeah, big statement from a Welshman that isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Normally, yeah. honest, England, isn't it? honest. You ask a lot of the lads, and I always remember Graham Souness and um, Robbie James, most underrated player ever. Peter Nicholas was hated by Graham Souness, and every time he played against him, he did him. So Suey <laughs> Suey does does Nico. Robbie James just goes bang and punches him in the back of the neck like a rabbit punch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a break dancer, you know. Going down. Um, and it, it, honestly, it was it Boy. was right naughty, yeah. naughty games. Yeah, but we won the game one nil, and then we get them back home. And the big thing in the game was this in Cardiff. Wasn't in it, Cardiff, Cardiff, forty or forty fifty thousand. Yeah, I think it was in Indian Park. And first half, we get an early goal. Rushy, uh, Sparky or Sparky. Sparky gets an early goal, and then. Um, Big thing happened just before half-time. Who was the keeper was Jim Layton. So Jim Layton loses his contact lenses and can't see. So they bring on Alan Ruff, who, by the way, wasn't a bad keeper. He was known as a, a typical Scottish goalkeeper in them days where he used to make mistakes, but only against the best teams in the world. Yeah. You know, the Brazil. He always used to joke about being chipped. I only get chipped by the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Eder, I think it was for Brazil. Yeah. And he come on, he had a blinder. I actually think we scored too early. Uh, you have a look at the penalty with Dave Phillips. You know, it's a scandalous handball. Hand hand ball, yeah. yeah, so two handballs in atmospheres like that. The biggest atmosphere I think I played in front of was maybe at Wrexham against Russia in, when I was first started playing. Yeah, and we we were staying at the Bryn Howell down in Clangochlan, and we went to the game and everybody was lying in the streets. It's a good 10, 12 mile, and all the way into the ground they'd lined the streets clapping us in. It was like being at Wembley. Yeah. Um, so that that's the big one, biggest. Even though it was only thirty thousand there at Wrexham, yeah. then that's one of the biggest atmospheres that I've played in. That's obviously played against Brazil at Ninian Park, fifty-two thousand, yeah. but nothing like that. Yeah, um, and then you, not you hostile, throw that one in there. Yeah, but Scotland was a a big one. Yeah, scored against Brazil, got this one. Human, is he sixty yards? Yeah, it's eighty now. And yeah, played played well, that, and I think them. Biggest highlight of my career for Wales was playing at the Arms Park. Yeah. It was a dream of mine. Thought that, you know, I was I was hoping that in my young career that I could actually play for Wales yeah. in both. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was like a, an ambition of yeah. mine to play for Wales in rugby, rugby and, and football. Yeah. And football. But obviously, <clears throat> from 16, I had to stop that or yeah. choose one. So, yeah, football was the one that paid. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, to play at the Arms Park, even though it was a reduced crowd, was still a, you know, and the, the biggest thrill, you, you'll say this, Dave, and, uh, you know, people slaughter Welsh players for not singing the national anthem. The one thing I always wanted was people to sing that national anthem for me. Yeah. On that pitch. Was it? Yeah. Not for me to sing it to them. Yeah. For them to sing it to me. Did you sing it, do you? Uh, yeah. 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 We, well, when Guy speak, yeah, and he speak made everyone learn it. Learn it. Yeah. Um, I think I. The tongue twister, is it? Yeah. It's a tongue. It's amazing, though. Like, yeah. like now. Kev, what, what's the one now that they're singing before the game? That was unbelievable, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Daffy June, is it? The yeah. guy does it. It's old, old boy. He's got his song. It's oh, incredible. But and everybody joins in. It's it, like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. Mine's going, my hair's going on. Honestly, it is, it's amazing. But even the anthem now, they, they yeah. drop the music after the yeah. first sort yeah. of five seconds yeah. and the whole stadium sings. And it's yeah. such a special mm. occasion. Out of all the games I've ever been to, ever played in, mm. when they played that qualify, the last game, the last mm. game against um, Austria, Austria mm. that's the best atmosphere I've ever been in. I yeah. thought it was just You have to take your cans off, don't yeah. you, when you you're doing to, commentary, yeah. just yeah. to get the, the best. Wow. So you listen to it on your headphones, that slide, and then you slip your headphones off and <laughs> it's just Bang. wild. Is it? And it is... Wow. The Welsh fans, when they get going, because my, my early Welsh career was awful. Like, we were getting two and 3,000 at Clefley mm. to, to come yeah. watch us. And then by the time we got to the end, it was better. But now it's it's motoring, isn't it? Get, you'll get us tickets in, Dave, won't you? Yeah. <sighs> when, they, when, they went, <laughs> when they went to the Euros, you know, and, and uh, I was lucky to be there. I told the missus, I'll see you in two and a half weeks because yeah. I thought we'd be knocked out. And six weeks yeah. later, I'm still yeah. in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a new one on me, she said. <laughs> you know, fog in the tunnel, it beats that yeah. one. <laughs> and, uh, we're in Bordeaux for the first game and I've never seen, it must have been, it was just full of Welsh people. Yeah. But it was the age. It, the age was yeah. maybe 40 plus because there was... That maybe they are thinking because they never had it. Never had it. Been yeah. waiting for this opportunity, and they might not ever, ever get it again. It was absolutely fantastic. It I was don't know a, if I've mentioned Bordeaux to you before. Have I? <laughs> 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 Dave, so, Dave mentioned it a few times. That went well. Cheers, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, was, that, that was just one of the, the yeah, trips. Yeah. I mean, uh, where was it? I mean, Denard, wasn't it? Yeah, Denard. Yeah. Uh, we stayed there as well. That's where we were based. Yeah. That was where the, the HQ was. The press. I mean, that, that's a podcast. Itself, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, just it was unbelievable. What a lovely, lovely town. It was like oh, a little Wales, like a sleep, wasn't it? sleepy old place, wasn't like, it? Yeah, it but it was like a, a Welsh yeah. village on the sea, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and they could have been Connors Key, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it wouldn't have been Connors Key. It wasn't rough. And that's where Psycho House is, where Alfred Hitchcock got the idea of the house. From there. From there. Yeah. So the house is actually there on the point. Yeah. Yeah. Go stay there then. Yeah. <laughs> in the stiffs with Budgie Motors. Budgie Motors are on Stafford Park in Telford and Featherbed Lane in Shrewsbury. For all your car needs, contact Budgie now. <laughs>